0: I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on
1: iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I be a fire, fire dinosaur. Okay, I'm a fire, 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 fire,
1: fire, 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 the most fire dinosaur. And Trent, aren't In you, a, aren't you a baby dinosaur, Trent? No. Oh, you're not a baby dinosaur anymore. No. Hey. But I wanted you to say not the mama. Hey, I'm the baby
2: dinosaur. Okay, oh, hey, well, then
1: you say not to mama. Not to
2: mama, not the mama, not the mama. baby. And I just saw, saw, saw the other dude. I I'm gonna saw the other dude. I saw him. Roll you across the river. No, not okay. <laughs> that was the daddy.
1: I know. You guys are going crazy tonight.
2: Hey,
1: hey, can we watch the dinosaur movie when we get home? Oh, you want to watch the the, you mean the dinosaur TV show? Yeah. Yeah, we can watch that.
2: I need watch the, the baby with the dew.
1: The baby with the dew? No,
2: with the are you dew. talking? About- oh, with the girl. Okay. That's that movie tread. The it's with the one with the baby with that.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, you mean um the dinosaur tr- so what is it called again? It's
1: called dinosaurs.
2: Are you talking about dinosaurs tread? Yeah. One with A- the okay, house. okay, 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 okay. One with the house. I know that. Can you have this? Show. I know not know if you say A. House. Watch I don't
1: house. Watch, watch or TV. Super Y with Mickey Mouse. And You've already watched Super Y with Mickey Mouse. I think Sissy can pick out a show this time, okay? So if she wants to watch dinosaurs while I make dinner, that's fine, okay? Why not?
2: Well, you said you wanted to watch dinosaurs, right? And I picked this already. So, Daddy chooses. Because he's the biggest one of the house. And I've been the of the two. Actually, Mommy and Daddy are the biggest. Daddy's the first biggest. Mommy's the second. Edge the third. I'm the fourth. And you're the fifth. I'm the biggest. I'm big. Well, you might be big, but you're not the biggest. I am big. See, big. I mean, Daddy's bigger than everybody in this family. Are
1: you saying I'm fat?
2: No, I'm bigger now. No, he's saying, but he's bigger.
1: I know, but are you saying I'm fat? No, no
2: he's not.
1: Good. He is. Hey. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Trent, don't you want my coat? Trent. Gross. <laughs> Trish. It's not funny. It is funny. No, it's not. This uh, this. It? No, I, it's not. I,
1: I was actually kind of laughing,
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> <Chandler>!
1: <laughs> what? Why were you laughing? Because it was funny.
2: It, it was not. <laughs> Please, is it was as.
1: Wow, you guys are nuts.
2: <laughs> I'll find the robots.
1: You want to do what with the robots? I'll
2: find the octopuses with the robots. Octopuses with the robots?
1: hmm Octopuses with the robots.
2: What are you talking about, Trey? I'm talking oh. about with the. Uh, Are uh, you talking about oxen nuts? No, I do I did the. Uh, took my. Uh, took my octopus blue block. And I. with my sword. And I. tried. That's done. not a. that's not a show or anything. I have bought. Basketball shoes?
1: Those are not basketball shoes. Yeah. How did you go from stabbing octopus robots with swords to basketball shoes?
2: (laughs) I don't know. And I do. That was my octopus (laughs) robot.
1: The Oh man. All
2: the pussies don't.
1: No, no, no. Hey. Hey. No screaming, okay? <coughs> Did you guys know I've been recording you this entire time? What? I've been recording you this entire time? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you say hello to the listeners? Oh, oh yeah, now you're going to be quiet? <laughs> you dork. All right, guys, that's enough. That's enough.
2: No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it
1: is. <laughs> Does Daddy have to get upset? Oh, I do? Yeah.
2: Oh, and Trent's taking the hard challenge. <laughs>
1: Trent's taking the hard challenge. Yes, he is. <laughs> hey, I sa- <laughs> Trent, that's enough. No, he no more screaming, okay? okay? Do you understand? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, what? Are you seriously going to put the sad face on now? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. You lion sack of shit
2: <laughs> I love you, butt monkey
1: <laughs> oh man I love you, butt monkey. What,
2: monkey
1: <laughs> you guys ready to get out now we've been home for like three minutes now cuz the garage door light went off see all right guys well, let's go ahead and get out of the car we've had enough in here say bye-bye right you want to say
2: bye-bye
1: yeah bye-bye now wait Diabetes.
0: fucking pussy babies
2: need to toughen the fuck up
1: of course devil's must start.
2: I don't like that
1: oh my fucking god I shit myself was I supposed to be this could be a while
2: cupcake smash
1: Bad parenting podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children.
3: I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had no cheese. <sighs> now I know why nothing ever gets done at Hollywood.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: awesome.
3: If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin.
1: No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this smell! I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 45 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And this week we have a special guest.
0: <laughs> yeah, you <I> said special. <laughs> <laughs> I said
1: special. Joel, welcome to the show. How you doing, bud? I'm alright. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thank you for uh, putting up with the uh, time differences and the, and the failure in the TARDIS this evening and everything else that went on, so... <laughs> That's alright. <laughs> alright, but before we get started here, Joel, uh, why don't you give a little background about yourself?
0: Oh, I didn't know there was uh, going to be that part of show. Quiz, the show. Pop fucker. quiz, bitch! <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> it. Welcome, welcome to the jungle. Um, well, a little background. I'm a, a podcaster. I've been doing it now for almost a decade. Uh, I've got four shows I do full-time a, a week, uh, along with a job and a family, and so I keep myself really busy. I don't know how much you want in depth. I was born and raised in a shack in the middle of nowhere. No, that's not true, but... <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you're looking for. Kids? About you it. said you have kids. You have kids, right? I, I do. Which you know bodes well for this show. Yeah. Um, I have a nine and eleven year old. My son is nine. And my daughter is eleven. Awesome. And they are me through and through. They may look like their mom, but they are me.
1: So they got they got her good looks and your witty charm, huh?
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they 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 they're not inclined to play sports they're both musical they're both artistic they both like video games and um yeah they're i feel i, I feel bad at times but at other times it, it makes me laugh because yeah
1: yeah well i've got uh with ezra the, pr- the problem i have is he is so much like me when i was a younger kid my mom just revels in it because her number one saying to me was always i hope you have one just like you so you know what i went through and it's pretty much kind of happening so that's been fun
3: (laughs) but it's really hard because like he also won't accept the things that Justin learned about himself like I'm really not that great at sports ball (laughs) you know Justin learned that pretty early on Ezra not so much (laughs) he's Uh, still working his way through that concept I
1: gotta give the kid an A for effort because he's really trying but he is not at all coordinated for (laughs) any type of sports whatsoever
0: (laughs) Sounds familiar.
1: (laughs) You know, you know, when he had like one of those really big dogs and they're still a puppy and they're just all feet and ear and all they do is trip over their, you know, their long ears. They stumble over their feet and always run into shit. That's pretty much Ezra in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. But he likes to try to do it in the basketball court. So
0: again, that sounds familiar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Been there, done that. I I think he's
3: going to end up being one of those, uh, you know, sports nerds who can't play the sport, but is all about all the statistics and like knows all the players history and all that jazz.
0: Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know anything about sports. Well, I wouldn't say that. I, I played um basketball when I was in grade school, but I was the uh the tall fat kid, so they stuck me in the middle and thought maybe I could block the shots and I was afraid of the ball, so that was that was useless. <laughs> and then in um in high school I was the uh what do you call it, the manager for the girls' volleyball team for two years. Wow. And it wasn't because I was there for the sports.
1: Oh no no no! It's the same reason my friend in high school joined the uh, cheerleading team. <laughs> he loved the fact that he could boost the girls in the air, and his hand was close to a certain part of the body. I say, like, dude, that's wrong. Uh, yeah, that's I've about heard right. stories. I've heard, <laughs> <laughs> heard
3: stories.
1: male cheerleaders either they're gay or they're horny. You know, it's one of the two, <laughs> or both, or both. <laughs>
0: yeah, never ever anybody asked me like, did you get a letter jacket or did you letter in high school? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, really, in what? I'm like, concert choir. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on, bitch.
3: <laughs> Rock the concert choir. I was in jazz choir.
1: See, there you go. You understand. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, I, I just did... I, I did a mediocre attempt at drama myself, so...
3: No, I did the singing thing. I did the band in, in junior high, moved on to the choir in high school. Yeah. I well, did solos and everything. I mean, I was... I. I mean... <laughs> Not to brag or anything, but I was pretty talented.
0: <laughs> Sounds like we're about the, the same then, about well, except for ten years apart, which yeah. makes me feel kind of old. <laughs> Suddenly, all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh god, yeah, my back's starting to hurt." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit forty this year, so I'm. I don't feel as old as we're I am. Almost I mean, I,
3: exactly a decade then. When, September third. September nineteenth.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, I live by Groucho Marx's rule, which is you're only as old as a woman you feel. So,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my dad always say it's not the age, it's the mileage. So,
3: <laughs> in that case, I'm way older than I look.
1: <laughs> uh Oh, man. Well, I, let's see here. Yeah, I think we're going to just kind of wing it as far as the topic goes cuz I you know, I know you were having a hard time coming up with stuff for your show and I haven't really had his, a lot. Of- his
3: topic is weak. My top, That's well, his way yeah. of saying his topic is It's weak. a little weak,
1: yeah. But, I mean, overall, it's, it is what it is. Um, but uh, noticing tonight with the way the kids were behaving for you, babe, before um, I got out, or after I got out of the shower and walked out there and noticed the melee that yes. was Candyland. After
3: dinner, before bedtime. Yeah, so
1: we had, I'd already played two rounds of Candyland with the children this morning or earlier today and... Everything went great. They were they were sitting there nicely. They weren't trying to knock pieces over. They weren't like, you know, having a battle and, and trying to um joust over who got to do what with the board and with you it was like it was some serious fucking fight club shit. Well,
3: and it doesn't help that the second card that Trent draws is the one that zooms you to the very last
1: Yeah, it's like the snow pixie snow fairy queen, queen something rather.
3: Frosting yeah. queen.
1: There's some serious innuendo in that game.
0: Wait, what are you playing? Bad Acid trip. What is this? <laughs> Candyland. It's like it feels like, like a
1: bad You've acid. got like the you've got the gumdrop mountains or something like that, and the the minty. I got gumdrop mountains. Yeah, well, you know. Hey. Whoa! <laughs> it's be that kind of show. Sorry, her milkshake I'm does like, bring all the boys <laughs> to the yard.
3: I'm a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many <laughs> shots I poured into that, but it was more than I think it was. I think it was like
1: a quarter <laughs> of the bottle. You put quite a bit of fireball in that drink of yours, so <laughs> it's it's gonna be pretty interesting. That's why I was surprised that you were cold because normally when you drink you start to get warm. And but
3: I'm not. I'm like I'm freezing. So,
1: <laughs> so I think I need a drink. W- more. What exactly? What happened out there? We, I, like I said I was in the shower and I came out of the bathroom and all of a sudden you guys were just you were kind of exuberating that I'm we're done. <laughs> that's it. That's over.
3: And it, it was a combination of things. Tempe was upset that Trent won essentially mm-hmm. and and really quickly.
1: Did he whip your? So yeah, it, it, it's two year old luck because yeah. he kicked our asses both times earlier too.
3: So he won really quickly. I ended up. Playing her for second place, mm-hmm. which she won because I stocked the deck. <laughs> I'm like, get this over as fast as possible. <laughs>
1: make her happy. Make her happy.
3: <clears throat> um, But during the time her and I were finishing playing the game, Trent lost his shit because he thought that... I don't know what he thought, but he didn't get it. And he was upset that we were playing without him.
1: Oh, okay.
3: So... I was like, we're done, we're done, everybody won, we're done. Yeah, well,
1: once once we had a winner when I was playing with them, we just, we quit, ah. and that was it, we didn't keep for a second place. Well, I was trying to make place. her
3: happy, because she was so sad.
1: Well, she didn't pull out with me either, and she just accepted it and moved on, so that's, that's kind of my point, is that it's interesting to see the different dynamic between how they'll react and behave around you, versus what they'll do with me, and...
3: They always use emotion on me.
1: They do, and they know you're a big, sappy sucker for it, too. hmm Joel, do you ever experience that with your children, as far as how they behave with for your wife,
0: versus how they behave for you, or... Uh, you know, there's a lot more dick and fart jokes when I'm around, um, and I tend to get glares and stares whenever that happens. So, been, been there. Yeah,
3: I, I just have a I have a rule about where or kind of when it's appropriate and when it's not. Like, I normally don't care. In fact, Ezra has often said that he's more comfortable farting around me than other female members of his family. So, I feel pretty proud of that. Um, <laughs> No, he he came back from a trip with his mom, and he gets in the car with me, and all of a sudden just starts going off like a freaking, you know, windbag, just all over. The, and I'm like, roll down the window, you know, turn on the fan, whatever. I, I'm dying in here. Why are you, why'd you wait to get into my car to fart so much? And he's like, he's like, I didn't, I was holding in my farts for the last hour. <laughs> like, why? He's like, I didn't want to fart in the car with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> So Uh. apparently I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm the fart mom. So,
0: well, speaking of farts, here's a, an interesting, well, I don't know. It's interesting, but my daughter seems to think that it's a point of pride and, and just randomly like we'll be in public and she, she has no qualms about letting it go anywhere. She's, you know, like Elsa. Um, And (laughs) she'll be like, she'll let one go and it'll, it'll get really stinky and somebody will say some comment or I'll say something about, you know, Really shouldn't probably do that in public, and she's like i' i I look like my mom, but I fart like my dad that's like a <laughs> point of pride that is awesome, <laughs> and she says it anytime anywhere, and it's you know <laughs> i'll I'll roll with it, and she's daddy's little girl to the nth degree, yeah. but yeah, oh. Well, Tempe's favorite
1: pastime is, um, and she hasn't done it so much anymore, but she used to sit there and she'd go in the bathroom and just blow it up. And then she'd call you in there and uh, it's like, come in there like, what do you need, honey? And she's like, here, do this. And she'd make the sniffy noise and like, so you can smell it. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and smell your shit. She's like, but it's so stinky. i like, I know what it is, but it means they don't want to smell it.
0: Everybody loves their own brand. Yeah, they do.
3: So I, I have rules about what we can talk about at the dinner table. I'm actually very specific about no... Um, no poop humor at the dinner table and no vomit humor at the dinner table. I realize that that seems like a really weird distinction, but I can't eat when I, when there pe- I can generally last through the poop talk. It's the, it's the vomit. If they get on to vomit, I'm like, I can't do it anymore. Anyway.
1: Yeah, and, and and for me with my dad's entire fam- side of the family, there is no, being they made a out. freaking
3: game out of trying to gross mm-hmm. me out when I live with mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. with, with everybody. Mm-hmm. They made it a game to see who could get me to gross out and leave my dinner on the table first.
0: And then that, were you raised by the clumps? What the hell?
1: <laughs> no, my um, my grandparents own a farm. And so with, with everything that goes on out there and whatnot, they, dinner was like the one time they could get together and just kind of talk and, and all that jazz. And so if they needed to discuss what was going on with the cattle or if one of you know all that stuff, it was just it happened at the dinner table. So nobody got grossed out because they're all used to that kind of talk. Um, but then it became... I, it kind of became a family tradition to visit whenever somebody would bring in like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or somebody new came into the family. They would see how far they could push it before they would ha- actually gross this person out. And it got to the point where they were having spaghetti one time when my um my great grandfather first married into the family, and uh and uh my my um dad or my grandpa started talking about uh, one of the cattle and giving birth and then you know he he goes he makes a reference to my grandma goes yeah i tried to get to eat the placenta after when i was born but i you know it didn't work and my grand my great grandpa checked out he's like that's it i'm done (laughs) (laughs) got up and left the table and that was that was the end of it but um so yeah it's just it, it is what it is there
3: and i'm not easily grossed out like in normal conversation i mean i grew up on a farm as well so i'm pretty used to most stuff but when I'm eating, <laughs> there's just something about chewing up food while people are talking about gross things that I, I, I can't get past. So.
0: <laughs> See, I don't know. I I always um, I, I wouldn't say I had a problem with it. But I think once I hit high school and I started hanging out with my guy friends there and and there was one evening where we're like, all right, let's order a pizza and watch a movie. I'm like, cool. So we're all sitting around. We we order a pizza. We're. It gets delivered, and uh, my buddy Brad throws in a movie, and it's Faces of Death. So we're eating pizza, watching Faces of Death. Nice. And I figured if that was Trial by Fire, and ever since then, you know, I, I don't have an issue with that, but boy, that that talk about stomach churning. Do you have like a furnace in your basement that just turned on or something? Wow. That's that, that, my mic picked that up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I, I recognize it because it's very reminiscent of the furnace that. Uh, that we used to have the house that I used to live in. Is it like one of those old school, like octopus furnace? Was it a giant metal thing in the middle of the basement with all the stuff coming off of it? Or is it a little newer?
0: No, we, uh, when we bought this house, it was, uh, completely gutted. Like they took everything. Okay. It was a foreclosure. They took the, they took the toilets. They took the molding. They took the doors. Nice. They took the nice. carpet. They took the tile. They took everything. Um, so we had to put everything in. So that's a brand new. We've only had that in here for a year now. So. Your, your mic is just very astute to picking it up. Okay, cool. I guess. I'm surprised. I mean, usually it,
3: you know. We it, both it get this quizzical good. look on our face like, what's that noise? Well, it's either, it, <laughs> the,
1: the way I'm looking at it is either your furnace kicked out on your side or there's a jet getting ready to crash into our house. And I need to grab the kids and run. So <laughs> I had to figure out which way I needed to go there. Uh, so, <laughs>
0: Nope, that was my furnace. <laughs> All
1: right, perfect. So I, I see here that, um, that Killa is, is available and is thinking about wanting to hop on. He he was interested in joining in. So all right, well, I'm I gonna mean, try. I'm gonna try to add him in here. See if he answers. Let's let's see what happens. I've never done this whole add a person in Skype thing before, so <laughs> this is new ground here. I think it's Drain. Behind the scenes,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll edit and post. It's all good.
0: No, I, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> we say that a lot. It never happens.
3: Yeah. they always did that on media.
0: I, I think we've got him,
1: Killa. Are you there? Good day. Good day.
0: Uh, we're, now we're going across the pond. Across the pond.
3: Now we're really time traveling.
0: It's yeah. tomorrow. It's across the Dutch, remember Joe? Yes. You're not in New Zealand. <laughs>
4: oh man, so how you doing, killer? I'm doing fine, fine, fine. We've got our show done for today. It's up already, too.
1: I saw that. I've, I actually, uh, I think, I liked and shared the post already before we hopped on and started doing ours here. So, yep. you're obsessive yeah, I about
4: that. Appreciate it.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I try to, I try to do that for other podcasts, just because I like it when people do it for me, and I know the warm fuzzies you get when it happens. So, I try to show some love to those that I like. So, little yeah.
3: uh, inside baseball. He he gets giddy when when <laughs> <laughs> he gets downright giddy when uh, people you know like and talk to us. Yes.
4: Yeah. I yeah. appreciate it too. You get that little special feeling deep down inside you when you see someone likes it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Your your cold black heart isn't quite as cold and black that day when that happens. So, Yeah. <laughs> it's
4: but we've turned got into into a, a diamond. What? We get people liking a little post, you know, one or two, but I always appreciate when I see you like it, Justin, and then um, repost it for us. So it's very appreciative.
1: No problem, man. Like I said, I like to show some, you know, for those podcasts that I enjoy and I like, I like to spread some love. So.
4: Well you better you been on Hells a
1: couple of times now, so <laughs> I know, it's it's kind of the mafia. If I don't pay you back, I'm fucked, right?
0: <laughs> hey, if it gets killer over here, let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He'll bring some drop bears with him, right?
1: Just don't break a hip getting onto the plane, buddy. No, or my neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to avoid that. Awesome. Uh so I, I, I totally spaced now. Where were we at before
0: we pulled him in? What were we talking about? God,
3: I don't know. I'm drinking. <laughs> You're
0: we're actually... talking about uh, uh, having a a strong constitution about talking about oh, farting, yeah. farting and burping and pooping and farting and eating at the same time. Yeah,
1: basically, in my family, the dinner table, it didn't matter what you talked about. It was all free game. Nothing grossed us out. You just kind of...
3: But I have rules.
1: But you have rules. And so when we're here, I have to make sure certain things go a certain way. But I have to Only say... Only at the dinner table. I have to say you're nowhere near, yeah. not even remotely close to what my ex was. If I needed to pass gas, I actually had to, supposed to get up, leave the room, go to the bathroom, shut the door, That's turn impossible. the fan on. Exactly. <laughs> if you want, like I need to go in there and like, light some candles. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know about you, but I don't have to get my asshole to a certain position in you order to a certain mood before I fart. It just happens. romance the ass.
3: Yes. <laughs> Well, I like, saw that movie yeah. with Michael Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Turner, right? Yeah. Who was
1: the ass?
0: That was Kathleen she, Turner. Was.
3: Well, have you seen her lately? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I never understood that That because I've, I get that too. It's like, you can get up and you can at least leave the room. I'm like, no, you can't. When you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> and if you don't do it then, it's, it's not coming and you're going to feel it later. Yeah. And
3: I have never, ever, ever <clears throat> been restrictive on the amount or the smell. <laughs> Or anything. I, yeah. If you got to pass gas, you do your business, it's fine.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be able to marry me otherwise. Cause <laughs> I
3: know. <laughs> you would have turned blue. <laughs> yeah.
1: What was that, Killa?
4: Sorry, no, sorry.
1: Okay. The gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, but my ex, seriously, she was, like, ludicrous about stuff like that. I mean, it, if I didn't light a candle after using the bathroom, she'd get pissed off. Or if I didn't spray the right amount of spray. she had candles or something or like that. Uh, it was it was all sorts of crazy. But I do, you know, on the, speaking on the flatulence, when I was younger and when I first started dating and whatnot, my dad was playing chauffeur. I remember I went on this one date and we were out for like, I don't know, six, six and a half hours. We went to a Whoa. movie. We went to lunch. I mean, it was like an all-day, all-Saturday kind of a thing. Um, and so by the time I get, my dad picks us back up and we're all done, we drop her off at her house. I get back in the car and then I just let this one rip. And it was like a good solid like 25, 30 seconds long. <laughs> it was just this <laughs> nice trumpet. And the smell was pretty spectacular too. And he was so pissed. He's like, "You son of a bitch! If you ever do that again, I swear to God, I'm going to eat the nastiest thing before your next date. I'm going to stockpile it up. And as soon as she gets in the car, I'm going to lock all the windows and doors and let it rip."
3: I'm totally going to tell him my brother. He he has a similar story. Does he? He was out on a date, uh, you know, Uber romantic date because he you know does that sort of thing. And uh, so they're on their way back, and he he's so got a fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> um, so he has—he's got a fart, right? Yeah. And he doesn't want to do it in the car, so he goes. He he pretends he has a, thinks he might have a flat tire. <laughs> he
1: pulled the flat tire trick. Yeah.
3: He, he <laughs> pretends he might have a flat tire, so he pulls over. He goes out to quote unquote check the tire, <clears throat> and while he's out there, goes ahead and lets loose. He gets back in the car, and the girl goes, "You know, I totally heard you fart, right?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's what, it, but see, he should have just played off. I'm like, yeah, but that's how I reinflated the tire. I squatted, <laughs> squatted over it, let loose. We're pumped back up. We headed down the road. We're good to go. I believe in green energy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't well, believe he actually played the flat tire thing. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's he fantastic. totally did
3: the flat tire trick.
0: Wow. <laughs> so well, I uh, have a, a point of pride. I, uh, on at least two separate occasions, have let one rip that smelled like hot buttered popcorn that uh, takes some talent and i gotta say it's only happened those two times every other time it's 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 terrible uh there's a a classic story where i was in college with one of my co-hosts and former roommates josh we lived together for quite a few years and um he was on the bottom bunk i was on the top bunk gosh these stories are <laughs> terrible where, where are we going with the show um <laughs> and he was notorious for having like the worst gas on the floor and like he just stunk up everything well it was on the top bunk. I let one go. Somehow it went through the mattress, down, into his mouth. And all of a sudden, I heard him gagging. He jumped up and went running out of the room and nearly vomited in the middle of the floor. And they're like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, my God, Joel. <laughs> and I, uh, I think that's been it Was like the, my, my peak. That's where I hit my peak. It's all been downhill since there.
3: Justin made me throw up in my mouth once. Yeah, Only once. <laughs>
0: For the same reason? Yeah.
3: yeah a, f- a, a horrifically bad
1: Yeah. were you in pregnant the at the time, though? I think
3: so. I yeah. mean, there were extenuating so kind of, you're circumstances. You were pre-
1: kind of predisposed to puking, anyways, but.
3: <laughs> and I think it was Tempe, mm-hmm. which was a when I horrible you know, morning pretty much sickness. couldn't hold yeah. down food for seven straight months.
1: Yeah, no, we, uh, oh, I had a story there and I lost it and it just kind of went Ha ha. It happens. Oh,
3: I, I had a, a, a semi formed topic. Okay, oh. About because of Trent's recent obsession with his new movie.
1: I thought I was say his penis because.
3: No, we already talked about that.
1: Because Killa's got a pretty good obsession with his too. He <laughs> plays it all the time. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 I love the fact that he, under- he he picked up on that and kicked right into it. <laughs> and now Jody's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> mm,
3: we, um, we've been out of Fireball for a while. So I haven't been drinking during the show, and we I I fixed that today, and
4: I'm she's sorry. definitely drinking now.
3: I'm sorry. Yeah.
4: So go
1: I'm gonna up. drink right. some more now. So am I. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
3: So I was gonna ask if uh, Joel had any movies that the kids were obsessed with at any point that got ingrained in the brain.
0: Uh, currently, hmm, uh. I mean, they they like to watch. They used to be worse about it, watching things over and over again. But Well, they've uh, reached an
3: age now where they're probably not quite that way.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, right now it's all about YouTube. I mean, everything is YouTube. They'll watch YouTube videos incessantly. That's all they watch uh, unless, you know, if they're in their room or whatever. But if they're out in the, in the main area, the living room, they'll watch, you know, like How to Train Your Dragon 2 or the Lego <sighs> movie or something like that. But, um, yeah, it's all about YouTube these days. So movies are kind of on their way out.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I have fears about Ezra surfs YouTube for hours on end, and I have fears about what he's finding.
1: <laughs> Let's get to the point now, where I'm gonna, like, I'm getting ready to start putting a time limit on the internet as far as what times of the day it will and won't work because I just you know the stuff that you can find out there is well
3: that's kind of my point yeah and he, everything goes right over his head. He's he's exactly like me. He soaks up information like a sponge, only he doesn't actually understand ninety percent of it. And so he'll tell his fourth grade teacher that he wants to be a crossdresser, like I did, because I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I went, um, I, I um, went to a show with my grandparents where the I forget what it's called. It's like Fallen Angels Choir or something, and the the women wore these outrageous outfits, and I thought it was really cool. And they sang a song about being cross-dressers, and I'm like, cool, that's what, I thought that meant that the way they dressed was cross-dressing, so I told my fourth grade teacher that I wanted to be a cross-dresser, and she called my mom.
1: Was your mom Mormon at the time? Yes. Oh, that was, I'm sure that went over like a lead brick. Eh.
3: Mm. My mom knew, my mom knew what it meant. (laughs)
0: Like a fart in church (laughs) to go back.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So, I, but Ezra will do the same thing. He'll he'll talk about something and not have any clue what it means. Like he, the time he talked about humping something, and he's, he had no clue what it meant.
1: Yeah, that was that was fantastic. It would be funny if you know I hump somebody's leg. I'm like, no, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would, but it wouldn't. <laughs> it was that weird conundrum you get in as a parent, where your kid says something that would be funny, and you're like, well, actually, yeah, I I, I would appreciate that as far as being funny. But at the same time, you're like. I can't let you do that because it's going to make me look like a bad parent.
4: <laughs> Isn't that what this whole podcast is about?
1: <laughs> in, in a way, yes, but still, I I, I try to make, make it about other bad parents and not
0: myself per se. <laughs> Shining the light on the bad ones make yourself feel a little better. I mean, the the YouTube thing is fine as long as you're monitoring it, and you know, since everything's connected these days, like you know, everything syncs up. Mm-hmm. I, I can see if I click on YouTube on my computer, it'll automatically bring up everything that's been watched so you know it's easy to keep an eye on it and whenever i walk in the room if they pause it i'm like no you need to let it play if If, if, so (laughs) so i know what's going on right and occasionally you know in the earlier stages i'd hear an f-bomb drop or whatever and i'd be like wait what's going on you know come in and check it out but now i kind of know and they kind of stick to the same stuff and some of it i get some of it i'm like what the heck i mean even even (laughs) even back in the day i was watching terrible things as a kid i mean some of the stuff i'm like wow and I and I wonder when they get older and they're like, you remember when we used to watch such and such on YouTube? I mean, is it going to have the same nostalgia, or the same? You know, you're going to be able to locate it like you can with stuff that we I watched. I don't know,
3: but I mean, I I've often said on the show I used to listen to Robin Williams' Night at the Met on cassette. Um, when I was way too young to understand any of it, let alone a majority of it. So, um, I, I can't kind of get what you're saying, but.
0: I mean, I guess um, when you put something out there on the internet, it stays out there forever. So it's a good chance it'll still be there, but mm-hmm. it's it's not the same thing as you know you watch some Saturday morning cartoon and then you go back and it's available to rent or whatever, right? But what were you going to say, Killa? Um,
4: what are, what are you you guys' attitudes on swearing? Um, with with your children.
3: Well, we Justin's taking a small break, but I can speak for both of us when I say we. We swear in front of the kids. Yeah. Not uh, a I, lot. I try and control myself a little bit, but... And save the really bad stuff for, for when it's appropriate. But, um, I mean, t- <laughs> all the kids have... Chosen the wrong times to bring out their uh, learned swear words mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. in front of my Mormon mom is the worst one.
1: <laughs> uh, I find that one absolutely perfect and hysterical. <laughs> it's, it's great to see her well, climb up. That and happens. my mom
3: is really, really easily offended by taking the Lord's name in vain. So even when Ezra will say, um, oh, my God, that bothers her. So and to me, that's like that's nothing. That's okay. like cinnamon clouds, whatever, you know. But um,
0: wait, that's a swear. Yeah, Got apparently.
3: Apparently.
0: <laughs> Cinnamon cloud. <laughs>
3: um, but <clears throat> he, he, he will he will say like he'll say, "Oh my god." And she'll be like just say, "Oh my gosh." And he's like, "Um, oh, oh, okay."
1: <laughs> well, that's that, that's actually kind of the proud parent moment for me though. is we've taught him to, hey, look, you know, we understand that that not everybody believes or thinks about the same thinks about things the same way we do so just be respectful towards other people especially in situations like that you know oh my god is offensive to her so try to keep that in mind and, and he doesn't ever bicker or, or argue or fight about it he just kind of understands so that's it's nice when that happens
3: but then this, some words that normally wouldn't be considered swear words are very offensive to me trent told me to shut up this morning like flat out. He I told him not to do something. He looks at me and goes, Shut up, mom. I'm like, whoa.
1: I'm trying <laughs> in the background trying not to laugh yeah. my ass off.
3: <laughs> so we have different swear words in our house. Like we would never tell anybody in our family to shut up. So that's kind of
4: our swear word. Yeah. What about you, Joe, with your, your children?
0: Uh no, I made a I made a kind of a point to leave it out for a long time, but you know, as it slowly but surely uh, over the past several years, it started letting it seep in here and there with movies and TV, and you know, kind of keeping an eye on it. But um, you know, as it slowly creeped in more and more, kind of saying, you know, this in certain respects is uh, okay. Just make sure you're not repeating it in in public or Polite whatever. <laughs> and right, and and I'm like, you know, I swear, it's it's part of just. The everyday language, but it's just the right time, when and where, and trying to teach them to be a little bit more responsible with it uh, than than I am yeah. sometimes. Podcasting
4: because well, uh, I'm not a parent, but I've had my niece. Well, when I was hanging around my niece, and I told her, like, I don't mind if you swear in front of me, uh just know not to swear in front of mum and dad, or mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. well, grandma and grandpa, I should say. But and. um just, i told her, you know, there's certain places and times for using a swear word. If it's in front of me, you know, I'm not. you're not going to get in trouble and just use it in the right way and it's fine. But yeah, I was just wondering how it is as a parent, how you uh, deal with it because they're going to find out about it anyway.
3: Well, that's kind of my thought is they're going to hear it anyway and I'd rather them know when it's appropriate, when it's not. And to not let it be this foreign object to the ear, you know, like if they hear it, they're not going to be like, oh my gosh, somebody just said fuck. Like... <laughs> it's gonna be like oh yeah somebody just said that oh well you know
1: well and 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 i'm yeah i I subscribe to the same thing i'd rather them hear it from me and then let me explain when where or how is it quote unquote appropriate to use it etc than to get the the training that i did or did not get where i learned most of it on the schoolyard playground and ended up you know having some choice words that weren't used appropriately (laughs) and get myself in trouble um but my like my mom, she's one of those people that she doesn't like watching movies where there's an, a, an excessive amount of swearing or whatnot from certain characters. And I'm like, well, you know, but if you got this person who's really just a just a just a real piece of shit, and they're they're the the character that's a murderer or they rob or whatever, they're not gonna say you know
3: oh
2: fudge I, oh fudge <laughs> I,
1: I'm here to rob you now but now put down your blankety blank and you know money and get, get whatever they're gonna if it's if the movie's done correctly they're gonna talk like a person in real life would talk. And I understand that you don't like to hear that and that's fine, but. So we've always been very open about the the cussing and and certain a a lot of most topics around the kids just because I would much rather them get that education from me than from anywhere else because uh, case in point with Ezra and the humping, he's got a, our family's split. My uh, my ex has some older children that uh, he hangs around with when he's with her and so a lot of times he'll get like the 14-year-old male education from his older brother about what sex is or... What certain things are, and so he'll come back and, and, what and tell words mean. Yeah, and so he'll come back and tell me some of this stuff, and I'm like, e- you know, that's that's kind of correct if you filter it through a horny teenage brain, <laughs> um, but realistically, you say any of that stuff next to a woman, you're going to get bitch slapped. And so, <laughs> let me give you the correct terminology here. So, in some respects, I've ha- if I wasn't that way, I'd have a really hard time with it because of the fact that he's hearing a lot of things a lot sooner than what most ten year olds might, because of his older brothers. But that's the case with any older siblings, you know. Only I was the one doing the corrupting with my sister. I was the older sibling, so I was the one that's introducing her to all the crazy shit, and it didn't really happened with me.
0: Yeah, have <laughs> we introduced who's on joined us
1: here? By the way,
3: no, he never did. I don't
1: think we did. No, so that's probably yeah, my that's bad housekeeping on my part. So we've got again, a, <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> He's
3: really bad at
1: this. <laughs> I've always been bad at the introductions. Um, so we, the 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 the, uh, the lovely Australian voice that you've heard join us here is uh, a who does his own podcast called the Coffin Joe Cast. So welcome, Killa. Thank you for joining us and being willing to talk to us about parenting type stuff and just in general just kinda of ramble on. No problem. But uh
4: people know that Joel's on the
1: show with me as well. I yes, hope. he is. He, we do, yeah. It's, it's um I've I've announced it plenty of times before. I just kinda of spaced it right there when I was introducing you. So I, as Jody said, I'm not always the best with introductions, so
0: <laughs> And I didn't go down the full roster of shows, I just kinda of brushed over things. I felt a little like ambushed i didn't know what to say <laughs> don't worry we'll that was you... the point <laughs> yeah we'll,
4: but you you always do that joel with your shows you seem to just rush over them and feel like you you feel bad for saying that you're on other shows sometimes that's all right, all right. even when i try to give you the hint on our shows like what show and you just ramble them off in two seconds it's like this 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 <laughs> never give them a good plug oh uh, yeah oh wait
3: <laughs> now is your plug time go ahead
4: <laughs> Oh, wait, I figured
1: we'd
0: do that at the end. Oh, okay, no, fine. No, fine. we'll save the plugging for the end. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's what she said. Then <laughs> it never happened.
4: Yeah. Oh. Yes, as I've been introduced, yes, I'm I'm the Australian podcaster, Killer Wilbur, also known as Graham. That's my real name. The Thunder from Down Under? Um, yes. I, <laughs> I'm the guy that gets the Foster's posts every Friday. <laughs> oh, he hates oh, Foster's. He <laughs> uh
3: but the commercials are so good.
0: And the beer is so bad.
3: <laughs> I don't like any of it anyway.
0: That's what the commercials are trying to compensate for. <laughs> yeah.
3: whoever, well, some, you have to admit, whoever came up with that marketing is a freaking genius.
0: Yeah, that was
4: the whole point. Because we when drinking here in Australia. So some, uh, some guy came up with a great marketing campaign to market it to the rest of the world. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no Australian drinks. For, well, I won't say no Australian. Some couple people I've known have drunk it, and I don't know what's
0: wrong with them, but yeah. <laughs> but it's
3: kind of like PBR it, in Portland. Everybody thinks everybody drinks PBR, and not really that many people do.
0: Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me believe the lie.
3: PBR is such piss water.
0: Oh,
4: God, it's horrible. Yeah.
3: I mean, I don't like <laughs> beer, and I really hate PBR.
4: <laughs> we call it lolly water down here. If it's <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs>
1: So, Kayla, do you have any aspirations for becoming a father, or are you
4: just, um, are yep. you, yeah? cool no, yes, yes, of course. Yep. Definitely. Right? I've always wanted to have kids since I was, like, in my 20s. but uh, Yeah.
3: I have a brother that's convinced he's never, well, I mean, in a good way. I don't mean to sound like it's a bad thing. He's just decided he's never going to have kids and is very confirmed in that, that role, so, you know, you meet all kinds.
4: Well... I've been around young children. This is going to sound bad. <laughs> Just saying. my mum to... my mum my mom used to babysit friends' children all the time. Um, plus, then I, um, I got my niece, and um, so I've always there's always been young children around <laughs> my whole life. I know that sounds bad, but yeah, uh, my my best friends' children. I I've known them since they were born. They love me to death. I was always, you know, their favourite. You know. Always look, if I wasn't around, where's Willie? That was my nickname from back in the day.
3: Oh, that made it so much worse.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's from Willy Wonka. That's where Killer Wilbur comes from. It's a long story. Maybe listen to my show sometime. She'll understand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been harping on her for that about four months now. I'm like, come on, you got to listen to this. She's like, I'll get to it. I'll get to
3: it.
4: (laughs) Uh, I've mentioned how I got my name on many shows, and I don't feel like I need to repeat it again. I promise I'll
3: listen very soon. It's all, yeah. It's downloaded, it's on the phone, I just yeah. don't drive uh, all that much anymore.
4: That's fine. But yeah, always, you know, yeah. everything I'm going to say is going to sound really pedophile-y. Oh,
1: obviously you haven't been listening to our show then, Killer, because some of the shit that I say on here is way yeah, worse I, than anything you're bringing up. So.
4: It's cringy. But yeah, I... Well, sorry, you have children. It's a bit different. I'm <laughs> you're something. you're just the creepy outsider looking in through the window, going "Hi, little kid." So, like, no, if anything I say, at least I'm not like Kevin. But and, <laughs> inside joke. No. Um, but yeah, yeah. Always, I want it. Me and Donna want to have children. Um, it's just a matter of if and when. Yeah, being in the right place in your life and having things set up properly. Yep. Yeah, no, here That's go. right. At the moment, Donna's studying you know she's got another year on her, her, her course and uh uh you know
1: it's
4: I, not just
3: i admire the uh, child planning we we were never good at that
1: yeah <laughs> our plan was not quite as thought out as most or others sometimes tend not to do it not
3: quite as thought out or completely unthought out well there was
1: some thinking going on at the time <laughs> mostly about getting off <laughs> yeah. but yeah whoa <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: sorry i i just down the rest of my drink i I probably use this at this point.
1: So Joel, did what you did you plan your kids, or were they unexpected, or?
0: Well, you're never really ready. I mean, no matter True. what you yeah. say, you're never really ready. But no, I mean there was a there was a lot of thought and planning because I, I I I I wouldn't say I didn't want kids, but being that I'm adopted, I always wanted to have a child of my own that you know came from me, but sprung uh, forth from your loins. Exactly. Which, you know, I mean, that's that's an an understood kind of desire. But no, I I first thing I said when I hit my 20s is and this I learned from a guy that I was working with. He's like, you know, enjoy your 20s. Do what you want to do. Get all the stuff out that you want to get out. And then after that, then you can have kids and feel like you did what you were going to do. So, you know, I prescribed that rule and I I made sure that uh, there was at least a six year wait period before any kids were happening, and so, you know, I think it was the right decision. So, yeah, that was totally planned out. That's well,
1: awesome. Yeah, that's that's totally cool. Yeah, mine my, my not so much. I, well, I mean, yes and no. Ezra
3: was planned. Ezra
1: was fairly well planned, and I but, I but I still had him young. I had him when I was 23, so... Um, and you and know, then
3: Tempe was a complete freaking surprise. <laughs> yeah, we
1: won't, We don't say accident because I'm I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a subscriber to you know accidentally getting pregnant. <laughs> There's a pretty obvious way that happens, and so <laughs> it's not one of those things that can just accidentally pop up. <laughs> no pun intended. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so but Tempe and Trent were both n- were l- far less planned than Ezra was, and you know I've I had a lot of people tell me the same thing about the 20s and, do, and getting all this stuff out then and. I don't know, I, personally I just I don't feel like I missed out on a whole lot because I don't know that I would have done things much differently without having him, um, just because of my personality and how I like to be, I'm, I'm more of a homebody I don't like to go out and party all the time, etc cetera, etc, cetera. so all that stuff that everybody's talking about, like, you know, you gotta be able to go out and drink, and you gotta be able to go out and cut loose and do all this stuff, it's like, well I wasn't doing that anyway, so it wasn't a huge issue for me Right So, um, but then yeah, with te- with temperance, that was that was completely unexpected as far as as, as um it, as far as we were concerned. You were you, it was, she Jody was seemed to be one of those people that had a lot harder time conceiving um, than what actually ended up, ended up being the truth. The doctors
3: told me that I was going to have a very hard time conceiving at all, and I was on birth control, so I was like, I'm good. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah.
1: It just turns out this is—it's it's, it's getting the right sperm, I guess. <laughs> <Just> well,
3: <laughs>
1: mega sperm! Mega sperm!
4: This is the problem I have with Donna. She's uh, epileptic and she's on epilim. Oh, yeah. and that can oh, yeah. can really screw with um all the stuff, you know, yep. that stuff down there. Mm-hmm. And um, trust me, we uh we we try. If it happens, we're not planning it, but if it happens, we're willing to have it happen. But yeah, because of the epilim and. And things like that, it's makes it hard, so. Yeah. We're, we do definitely want one. Sick of having these, well, not sick of having the putty cats as our kids, but yeah, we'd like a real child <laughs> instead of one of these little black cat or the other ones. There.
1: But yeah, I want to I circle back around to something that Joel said there just a little bit ago about you're never really truly prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find that out the hard way or did you actually understand that
0: concept going into it? Oh, no, I, I totally, because I, you know, for me, it was always, ah, I want to be a little bit more financially ready. Oh, I want to make sure I've got a good job. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And, you know, I learned that no matter what you did, there was always going to be an excuse. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at some point you just have to kind of say either we're going to do it or not. And I just want to circle around real, real quick and just I want to say Sperm <laughs> coming this summer.
3: What did she call again, you at work?
0: Again and again. Exactly.
1: Oh Didn't no! Did she I,
3: call you like the Ovary Whisperer? I, no, I, I, the
1: nickname I've received at work because of the fact that I'm, I'm I, obviously I'm fairly good at producing the the necessary stuff to make <laughs> kids. Um, is yeah, they they called me the Ovarian Whisperer, and so, <laughs> and it was when the Dog Whisperer was a real popular show on TV, and so I had, that's kind of the nickname they got at work. And then between my previous marriage, where she, my my ex had a couple children before, um, we her he she and I had Ezra, um. A couple buddies might always make jokes about how I've got like you know sixty seven kids or whatever. So I've always been given this whole like label that I'm just very a very fertile person. So it's the ongoing joke at work. It's kind of funny, but not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I should I should stipulate that while all of our both of our younger kids are were surprises, they were not unwanted. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it wasn't like we were devastated or anything like that. Or or did what a certain person i know did and sat down and had a family meeting where the, where she had involved her kids in the discussion of whether or not they were going to keep the baby yeah that's i'm like just kinda wrong. really that's not something that you uh, yeah <laughs>
3: anyway we won't get involved in that topic
1: <laughs> and that was just well, all sorts of wrong yeah that's
3: just, not, just that's just de- right away from that topic, not,
1: not a decision you. that you uh not a decision you leave for your kids to help you make it's it's not cool so
3: that's like, that's like a decision you would have about whether or not to adopt a puppy. <laughs> like, like, not about that.
1: Family meeting. <laughs> Are we going to kill this baby or not? Oh, God.
4: <laughs> See, you took it to a dark place. I always do. So I can bring the, it to an even darker place if you, bring, you want to talk. Go for it, dude. Tell you a story about what happened here in Sydney um, a week or two ago. A woman actually dumped a baby down a drain. Oh, oh my God. 2.5 meters down, squeezed it through. The day after she gave birth to it. Oh no! Yeah, I was. I'm in an iron with I was going to bring this up with you.
1: <laughs> no, no, it, yeah. it, it, it's it's fine. I mean, it, I I'm just I'm one of those people that I I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be I wanted to have kids and I wanted to be a family. You know, basically do the same thing my dad did. I wanted to have a family and I wanted to be like he was in the respect of the family man and etc. etc. And it just even even though I I. I subscribe to the right to choose. I still find abortion personally very, um, uh, I, I don't agree with it as far as a, as a choice. But
3: it's even so much worse to, to go mm-hmm. through the entire process of yeah. birthing a child. I can't imagine how screwed up your brain has to be because I've been through the process of birthing a child. Yeah. And there's just no way you can, can't feel an attachment to that being. Yeah, that my mom, she always used to
1: me. say that even a, even a um what was it, even a bitch dog won't ditch her kids or something yeah. like that. I can't remember the, what it was. One of those old farmer sayings that they had, but... Yeah, I don't, I mean, especially in today's day and age, there are so many options out there for properly, I guess, disposing of, for lack of a better term, the child that, you know, that you don't need to just straight up dump it like that. That's just not okay.
4: The baby was down the drain for five days. It was lucky <sighs> people heard. They thought it was a kitten crying. I went down and found it and it was down a deep drain. Yeah. Uh, the woman's on charge for attempted murder at the moment. I would hope so. Yeah. And
3: the baby's going to be okay?
4: Yeah, the baby's okay, went into intensive care, and it's been taken care of, it's become a ward of the state and whatnot. I mean, but it's
3: literally a miracle, that yeah. a child could survive at that early yeah. age for that long.
4: But the stupid part to it is, they've allowed the the mother, well, so-called mother, to actually name the baby.
1: Uh-huh. Well, and the, the, well, part, that, the that part that upsets me about that is that you've got these people, you've got people well, out there who yep, truly yep, can't yep, have yep, children. Yep. children. We're getting a real bad we're echo we're there, gonna, Killa, is sure. your, uh, are your levels all you good? You Pardon? Uh we're getting a real I, bad echo on the Skype feed. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, okay, see here. Okay. Wow, well, that's feeding Not. back pretty bad. Too bad, <laughs> it is. If it is. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh Jesus! The drugs have oh, finally kicked <laughs> in. <laughs> yes, they have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna try. I, to, I'll try to adjust I'll, some stuff on my side I'll, here, I'll, see if it makes a difference.
0: Sibilant, 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 sibilant. Oh
1: man! Oh man! That's not it. That's not it. Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh <clears throat> oh, Is that better now? Yeah, it stopped. Are you there guys still is. there? It's gone. Yeah. Okay. But... Must just been a crappy internet connection there for a second. That was that was entertaining. <clears throat> Gotta love technical problems. Where was I going? I've I totally I, lost it now. At that point, I don't I, know. But was, I,
3: I would like to say that. There are better ways to.
1: That's what it was, yeah. There, there, there are definite ways that you, with all the people that can't have kids or have such a hard time conceiving, uh, it's not like there's not a a, a a a need to dispose in that manner. And what it, for me, it's always been what is it, what has happened to a person in their life to make them think that that's the only option, you know?
4: Yeah. Well, you'd have to think there's something else going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes <laughs> with that person. Things like drugs, I I wouldn't know. I don't know the full story. I and I really did want to bring it up, but it it came up in mind when we were talking, so I thought I'd mention it. But yeah, the the father of the child's not on the scene anywhere. So yeah, it's well, it's a shame. And exactly what you said is about people can't having can't have children, and then there's this woman who has this child, and then one day later, and yeah. anyway.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like that lady and uh, on the coast that murdered her. Child and tried to murder her other child, and uh-huh. I mean, you have to wonder what the the brain chemistry is doing to that person.
1: What was it ten, fifteen years ago? We had the lady in the minivan that drove it off into the river and mm. drowned all the kids. Yeah. And um, in her case, it was Jesus told her to do it or some shit like that. Yeah, and
3: but. I mean, I think we can all kind of agree that that's probably more to do with mental illness than religious no, fanaticism. No, I, I, well,
1: yes and no, but if you, it's like if you look at the Mormon religion, that it, it, you're, you're what, you're considered pure and without sin until you're eight.
3: Eight, yeah.
1: And there's a, I think there was actually a lady in the news here recently that did that where she, she offered children like when they were seven because at that point they could go, they were guaranteed a straight yeah. ticket to heaven. Um, it was, it, yeah, it was just, it was wrong.
0: So. so this is a comedy show no, I was gonna say
1: <laughs> way, way to I mean... bring it
3: down <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all over the board man we've it, it, but we've
0: talked yeah. about
3: this sort of thing in the past um, because it comes up in the news a lot and mm-hmm. you know we wouldn't be a parenting podcast if we didn't at least bring it up
1: but it also it also brings up a very valid point of how horrible. Um, in general, the sexu- sexual education—or not sexual, but sex education—and um, and, and those kinds of things are are the way how repressed certain families or societies or how you want, however you want to look at it can be. Because um, I know here, in, in, especially around the area, we've got a lot of conservative people here that, if their kids get pregnant, you know, it's it's
3: they send them away they
1: they send them away or they you know take them off to Jesus camp or there's all sorts of stuff they do because obviously they're they're sinners and so that that fear of being pregnant for the young lady is is a very it's a very hard issue to grapple with and to know what to do and especially at the younger ages like that not having the full me- mental capacity or the full experience of life to really help you figure out how how you should handle these things or what could be appropriate or just not knowing um Adds to all, and it adds all these things, and it causes it to compound, and cause all these problems. And it's, it's, it's just it's sad because it's there's so many different ways that you can you can get help for these things where you can you can there's local firehouses and hospitals that will take babies well, unanswered. Lots of laws, I mean,
3: put in place, you know, in recent years that you can take a child to any fire station, no mm-hmm. repercussions, just drop it off.
1: Yep, they'll they'll, they'll take care of it, get it to where it needs to go, and it'll go from there. Um yeah way to be a buzz killer it? <laughs> oh <yeah. laughs> I'm only kidding um but so as far as uh, the i want i wanted to, did want to swing back to that preparation topic again um that's one of the, actually one of the one of the things that when we do get advice asked of us we're like you know what did you do to prepare for your first child or what did you do to prepare for your child and it's like there is there is no preparation in my opinion I mean because all three of my kids I look at them and I thought I was prepared for each one. And then a unique situation pops up where you're just, it's completely out of left field and you have no fucking clue how to handle it. Uh, recently with Trent, we had the issue of, he, the kids came out with some sort of a viral bug. It was something going around. Like a cough cold thing. Yeah. And then, and then it turns out there's this, um, I don't remember, what did they call it? What was the, the, the medical term they gave it, babe? Uh, uh,
3: toxic synovitis. Yeah.
1: Which is basically the viral infection moves into the fluid in the joints. And so, and it's it's very common in uh, male children between the ages of two to four, uh, and, it, and it usually it, it hits in their hips and it causes them to either walk with the lamp or not be able to walk at all. So all the kids got this viral infection, sinus head thing, cold thing going on, and then Trent gets it, and then all of a sudden one day, he's playing, doing his normal thing, spins around, and lets out this yelp and drops to the ground, and refuses to walk. And so, of course, we do the normal parent thing. We check them out. We look at them. We take them in. Get tests done. We get this diagnosis of toxic synovitis, blah, blah, blah. But on the flip side, because it was, seemed so random and weird, we also do the stupid thing that you shouldn't do, and we Googled it.
3: <laughs> yeah, Don't ever Google oh, it. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> exactly. No, even
3: worse, I web MD'd it, okay? It was... As long as you didn't wiki it. No. Oh, my. No, I didn't go that far. Um, <laughs> it's so much worse because...
1: Because it's one of those it's one of those diseases, or not diseases, but it's one of those things that happens that, it, you know... It's it can
3: mean anything from your kid had a cough and a cold two weeks ago to they're dying of leukemia. Like, literally, it runs the gamut.
1: Yeah. And so, and then, of course, the standard, the, with, with what they say is the standard um, I don't know, incub- incubation time or, or recovery time, whatever, is four to seven days. And usually, 95% of the cases, or 99% of the cases, whatever it was, within four to seven days, they're back to normal, they're walking again, everything's kosher. Well, it turns out Trent was this very rare case where it extends out. And then not only does it extend out, he's also even more rare that it switches from one hip to the other. So he finally gets to the point where he's feeling good again. And, uh... He's doing great, and three days later, he yells and screams, grabs the other hip, falls over again, and it's like a repeat of what happened before. And, and so he goes
3: another week without walking. And
1: the, the second time it happens, I'm out of town because I travel quite a bit for work, and so I'm up in um. Or I mean, actually, I was down in California, I think, for that one. And you give me, you know, you call me, and he's not wanting to walk or talk. And he or, was
3: running a fever, so yeah. I called the pediatrician, and the pediatrician's like, "You've got to take him to the emergency room." And I'm like, "I don't really think I want to take him to the emergency room."
1: Yeah, they they went off the the, the, the we don't want to get sued thing. So they're you know abundance of caution. Oh, yeah. Take him to the ER now. Run, run, run. Go, go, go. Um, and, and I'm
3: it, here alone with three kids at, after bedtime, so they're all asleep.
1: Yeah. And so it ended up being that it was just he was that very rare case with this viral infection that it took him longer to recover. He ended up having to transfer from one hip to the other, so on and so forth. But, and he's fine. And he's totally fine now. He's Within about the last two and a half weeks, he's com- he's completely come out of it, his appetites. But, but see, that was the other thing, too, is his appetite went away. Um, all, his, all the normal stuff that made him Trent just kind of stopped happening there for a while. And that's that, – I don't know if, you, Joel, if you've ever had that happen, but that's – it's freaky when you your kid is not acting like you, what your nor, kid normally acts like anymore and you're trying to
0: figure out why. I don't know that I've ever had it be long-term like that. No. I think the closest thing I can think of was um, when my daughter was really young, she had a, a, a febrile seizure, seizure. And to watch that was like yeah. the scariest thing I've ever had to go through because you just you have no control at that point. So. Yeah. I imagine it's kind of like that, but for an extended period of time. <laughs>
1: Very much so. I mean, I literally, it was one of those things that once once he was back to normal and it, 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 even with the first hip, when we first got the actual diagnosis, what the doctor thought it was, and it wasn't, you know, kid he has cancer or whatever – I I was at work and I ended up, excuse, I I left my my cube and went to the bathroom and and just wept for like five minutes because it was, I didn't realize it had been, it would have been affecting me that hard until actually I got the news back that he was okay and he was going to be okay and there was no markers for anything else. Um, but, and then of course it flips the other hip and then I start freaking out again. I'm like, okay, well maybe the test came back wrong. Oh my God. But then I'm in California. I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? Um, so in the end it all played out. He's back to normal and he's his usual uh, just terrorist self, but uh, it was it was it's not something that's fun to deal with and it's it's shit like that. That you can't it does not you, you can't prepare for that. You don't know Right. There's no way to prepare for something like that. And it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank or how much you've got this or how much how good your job is or all those normal things that you think about as being prepared for having kids. All that shit goes right out the window as soon as this kind of stuff happens. And so at that point, it's like, well, you know what? Fuck my job. I'm going to spend all the time in the hospital if I have to. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, not that those are the best decisions either, but it's just where your brain goes. And so, how do you prepare somebody for the possibility that that could maybe happen?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Are you okay over there, Jody? You seem like falling asleep.
3: I'm. I'm not falling asleep. I just can't. My eye contacts right up.
1: Oh, yeah, you reached the uh, useful period of those things, huh? Yeah,
3: and okay. I'm, I'm fading
0: fast. Gotcha. Whoa. Okay, well, I've got something I want to I wanna bring it back around and change the topic here. Yeah, do it, yeah. do it. Um, I don't remember if this and this doesn't tie into parenting, but it's just something that that I thought of when we were talking about farting earlier,
2: and uh, I don't
0: remember where it came up, but it, it just really grossed me out, and I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. So, somebody told me a story, and maybe uh, for all I know, Kill, it was on our show last week or something, but Maybe you told it to me. Why don't you, you tell me about the guy with the the bathroom and the pizza? No, that was on Facebook. Was that on Facebook? Somebody I don't posted
1: know. on Facebook that they um, that it was it was Izzy Rock. Izzy Rock posted on Facebook that somebody went into the bathroom with a French bread pizza and like a iced tea or something like that, proceeded to destroy the bathroom. Yes. And then when, when he went there to take a piss after him, he realized there was the empty box from the French bread pizza and the empty cup of iced tea, or whatever it was, in there as well too. So the dude was
0: duking it out while he was eating his dinner. <laughs> so who does that? I mean, Truckers. first of all, well, but I mean, my a time dad and has a place. never done that. <laughs> I mean, you you go into the bathroom. That's that's. There's two things that I'm not thinking about when I'm in, in a crapper in a in a grungy uh, travel stop bathroom and a truck stop. I'm not thinking about having any sort of sexual relations, and I'm not thinking about eating.
3: And
1: then Those you are, are the two not things... a
0: trucker, sir. <laughs> I'm not a what? You're not a trucker. <laughs> Apparently not. i, I do not taking a lot lizard in there. No, I just... I, oh,
3: he knew just what the... a lot lizard was. Huh?
0: I've seen movies. <gasps> <laughs> yes, but have you
3: actually heard the call of the famed lot lizard?
0: I don't think I have.
3: I have. It's a beautiful thing. Her, her
1: dad uh, used to be a long haul trucker, so she would take trips from time to time with him. And the, the stuff that you see is, as a child going on the road like that is, is not always no. <laughs> it's not always great. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, there's there's certain things that that the bathroom is for, and eating and drinking is definitely not one of them. Especially when you start looking into like the the fact that if uh, the, the recommendation is when you f- go to flush the toilet, you should have the lid down so that the the, the flex of shit particles. Don't spray up in the air and get on your toothbrush and whatnot. And,
3: so um, I've never seen a lid on a truck stop restroom.
1: <laughs> exactly my point. So you're kind of sitting there. But then again, the guy Better wasn't... Brushing
4: your teeth in the truck stop bathroom as well. So.
1: I, I agree. Right. Yeah, but then again, also, this person was supposedly a man of larger carriage, so it's possible <laughs> he, he formed a hermetic seal to the toilet seat <laughs> when he sat down. So there was no problem anyways. So I uh, guess there's a not- lot of unknowns or extra information we might need for this whole thing before we can figure it out, because... Technically, I it's have an airtight seal.
4: in my head right now. <laughs> What's that? I have a bad visual in my head right now. <laughs> you I'm and me both, that. brother.
1: <laughs> so, but no, I don't think that the, 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 there's a lot of things that the bathroom can and is used for. I just don't think that eating is one of those things that it should be. But on the flip side of that, it's one of those things that... It, I don't know. what is it, Once again, what had to happen to that guy in his life to make it so miserable that his, his reprieve, is his dinner his is... His
3: idea of a good night.
1: It's <laughs> a, a slice of French bread pizza and a toilet.
0: He's like, I'm gonna have some shitty French bread pizza. Might as well. You know, have it in a shitty place. I mean, <laughs> I just... There's... Even if I have like a mint in my mouth or I'm chewing gum, as soon as I go in the bathroom, I, I just I want to spit it out because this. Or keep that... your lips tightly sealed. <laughs> I've seen Mythbusters. I know what happens. And it just, it grosses me out to no end so to sort of think about this hot French bread pizza with this nice ice cold iced tea. Just, and some, hot I don't know.
3: Dookie.
0: Yeah. Joel puts Ex- a full hazmat
4: suit on before he goes into
0: any. I'm. I'm not quite. I mean, I'm pea-shy, but I'm not quite that severe. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not suiting up before I go in. But
1: yeah, that just, was. So that that was one thing that flabbergasted me about the um, the troughs that the killer has talked about previously is because I'm the same way. I'm. I if I if I'm at a sporting event or whatnot, there's a bunch of dudes around me. It's like I, I go to take a leak, and eventually I'll get started, but it can take me a little while. It's just like, don't look at me. You know, I just want to be left alone. So I couldn't imagine just walking up to a fucking. You know. Pea trough and just whipping it out and going for it, so it's just it's not something I could do.
4: Yeah, but we talk to each other. That's what Australians do. You'd be standing like you go to the cricket or the football, or in one of these troughs, and just turn your head. Hey, go, mate. Yeah, good. How's that team going? You know, (laughs) screw this team, yeah. That team. I like
3: the idea of community peeing. Like I would be okay with this.
1: Explain, because you got kind of freaked out now.
3: Girls do this all the time. I mean, back in my uh, you know clubbing days. We would go en masse to the toilets and just. That was all more used- for
0: security, though, right? I mean, like.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> I think it was just a you know a click thing, and we'd all go in together into the one big stall at the end, and we'd all take our turns peeing and. What? Yeah.
1: You yeah, see, that's the other thing is, like, I, one of the worst feelings in the world is going into a public restroom and sitting down on a hot toilet seat. Oh. <laughs> Where did you go there for? Because <laughs> it's just well, that's, that's the whole point. Is like somebody I wouldn't do with the whole group bathroom thing because your, your your bro goes in there and takes a dump, then you go in after him, sit down. and He's like, oh, there's his warm ass. I'm just I'm just sat on it. No, I couldn't do that. Um, and does it so, feel
3: like touching his warm ass? Like, it does it feel like he just jumped up and like. I got no it? problem
0: with that. <laughs> what, with touching somebody else's warm ass, I'm I'm fine with that. It's just if it's been on a toilet seat, that how many other asses have been on? Plus oh, yeah. the particles, plus. Whatever else. So, mm-hmm.
3: do you guys use the ass gaskets when you use the toilet?
0: Are you referring to the little, uh, the little tissues that yeah. you pull out? Oh, heck yeah!
3: You you use it? Yeah. For reals? Yeah, for real. Oh, huh. I don't use it.
0: Yeah, I don't. Are learning uh, all kinds of stuff
1: today, or what? no, no, no. I, I actually I don't either, but it's because I it's I've I, I've I, read
3: the studies. They do nothing. I,
1: but it's 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 a, it, it's more of a placebo effect than anything else. If there's something bad enough on the toilet seat that you're going to catch something from it, a piece of paper that's you know what is it like a half a micrometer thin <laughs> isn't going to stop it. So. Um, but at the same time, you can, usually you can h- kind of eyeball a toilet too and see if if somebody's blown it up recently, there's usually <laughs> <laughs> evidence of, of it. So you just try to move on to the next stall. Um,
3: I want to know where we moved from parenting to, well, I was, I, I was going
1: I was actually going to swing it back because that's the worst part about potty training Yeah. right now. We're potty training Trent.
3: Well, and I had to take him into the Fred Meyer restroom yesterday and he Kroger's
1: for you yeah. that are not in the Northwest here. Um,
3: he, that boy thing where he's peeing but he had such high volume that it was very um high flow the fire hose and he then put his finger over the end and proceeded oh, no. to spray everything you
1: ever take a bottle of soda shake it up <laughs> real good and put your thumb over the top and watch it spray out the side that's basically what he did in the bathroom the other day and proceeded to hose down a lot of Me, things
3: the toilet <laughs> himself everything I was a little embarrassed, but mostly just grossed out. <laughs> um, and he was just, you know, really proud of himself. I so. peed on my <laughs> <head>. <laughs> He's like, I peed on you. I'm like, yes, I know very much. I know that you... And I didn't know that Justin has been not having him stand up. I have been letting him stand up to pee because... That's the thing.
1: Yeah, but public restrooms, boy. I won't because...
3: It, I didn't know this. Nobody educated me.
1: It, well, it's a simple... I don't
3: have a penis. I don't know these things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get at the library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hear you can buy them online, too. <laughs> AdamandEve.com or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they have them there. <laughs> Half price. Um, but, yeah, yeah so... Ooh, sponsor! The hardest...
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, the hardest part about potty training with him is the fact that... Uh, that one of the first things the kid wants to do when they're climbing up onto that big toilet and they're and they're trying to get their, their get everything settled is they want to grab onto the wall or grab onto the seat and position themselves. And Oh yes. So I'm always having this conversation with him. I'm like, Okay, Trent, when we get in here, I want you to hold onto daddy. Don't let go of daddy. I will put you on there, I'll make sure you don't fall in. You don't touch anything else, but you hold on to daddy. And then so the other night we're at the restaurant, we went we went for pizza, and he's like, I gotta go potty, so I take him in there. We run in there because of course at two years old when they say they have to go potty, it could just be a trickle or it could be a flood. You don't know what it's gonna be, so you don't fucking risk it. Um, and so I run in there with him, get him in there, he's going potty, the whole works. So I'm like, Alright, sweet, so he's done. I'm like, alright, I gotta take a piss too, dude. Hold on. So I'm taking a piss. And he's like, Okay, daddy, I see you later. And he hits the deck and starts crawling <laughs> underneath the um, the partition wall from the toilet to get out. And I'm like, Trent, no. We don't get down the floor and crawl in the bathroom. That's just gross. Stand back up. He's like, Okay, daddy. So he crawls back in and stands up and then tries to give me a hug. I'm like, Don't touch me! <laughs> so I immediately take him to the sink and you know it's like Macbeth, Macbeth out damn spot I'm scrubbing his hands off real good and we take him back to the table sit him down I'm like buddy when we're in the bathroom you can't crawl on the floor and Jody pipes up and goes yeah people pee on that floor he goes I didn't do it <laughs>
3: yeah he's like I didn't pee on the floor I'm like I know you didn't
1: <laughs> but so potty training is is a really filthy thing to have to do when you're in a public but restroom I
3: still subscribe to the theory and I've, I've used this theory with Tempe since she was potty training that Nothing can not be overcome by simply being very careful about washing your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would rather they just assume that every surface they touch in a bathroom, from entrance to exit, is gross, and they should wash their hands very, very well accordingly. Because I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm really sick and tired of being a, seeing adult people, specifically women, in my case run their hands under the water a couple of times and then dry it off with a paper towel and think that that's good enough.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: What about Down Under? Do you guys have... And I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but I mean, how how are you guys about your bathroom rituals as far as washing hands and all that goes?
4: Well, pretty much uh, the same as you guys. I mean, personally for myself, I always wash my hands with soap and water. I don't care if I just go for a pee or it's a poop.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah.
4: Yeah, you see guys, they, they go for a, you know, go to the urinal, then just quickly run the hands under the water. Some even don't even do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight yeah. out.
1: My favorite are the conditional guys, the guys that if they think nobody's in the bathroom with them, they'll walk in, whip it out, take a piss, walk back out. And but if they think somebody's but in they, there? if they think somebody's in there or they notice somebody's in there, then all of a sudden they go to the, they go to the sink and they wash, so on and so forth. <clears throat>
4: but there's guys that don't give a shit either way. They just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm a bit pedantic about my hands I, I was since I was a kid my, my parents told me I've had this phobia about washing my hands So I'm a bit different to most people I always make sure Anytime I go to the bathroom Wash hands with soap and water Doesn't matter what I'm doing Even if I just walked in there to look in the bathroom
3: wash Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly Whoa. And that's the yeah, way it should that be that. That's the way it should be I'm proud of you
0: I just imagine every bathroom is the one in train And <laughs> pretty, pretty <laughs> much <laughs>
1: It's funny that you bring that up because I just watched that movie today, and oh my god! You
3: watched that today without me?
1: Well, you you're doing your. That's
3: the McGregor Dick
1: movie. I know it's where it hits the bathtub in the wayhouse. Donk, right? Yeah, he gets to be uh, Obi Wan and has a gigantic penis. That's not fair. Some <laughs> people,
0: some people, right? Some people,
1: right? <laughs> but no, I it's yeah that it, exactly. I have kind of the same thing. I just I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that's super. Grossed out by stuff, or that I'm like afraid, definitely afraid of germs. But there's just certain things that I do where I will, I will wash my hands afterwards. Like if I'm handling raw meat or whatever, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, then you know, of course, I'll, I'll wash up. And it's just from working in food service, and so on and so forth, and then taking classes on communicable diseases and what they do. Um, so that that's the one fear I have with my kids is that you know when we go into this bathroom, I don't want you. Touching the toilet. I, I've seen some of the people that come into these places, in these establishments. um Hell, there's a guy that eats French bread pizza and drinks his iced tea while he's doing this. And <laughs> so, I just I don't want you know. And so we. And then of course, trying to wash a toddler's hands is like trying to wrangle kittens. I mean, it's damn near impossible because they want to play in the water and splash it. And if you haven't gotten the soap on their on the hands yet, and they splash water in your face. And it's like, oh god, by proxy, I've got this <laughs> shit in my face now. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so it's it, hygiene is always fun when you have kids too. I mean, I've had Tempe just the other day. She sneezed and and I felt this splat on the side of my head. I'm like, oh god, okay. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna wash it off. I don't want to see what it is. And I'm like, honey, you have got to cover your mouth. That is so gross. And then you know the next day, Trent proceeds to cough like into my mouth. And so I'm like, okay, this is awesome. You know, thanks, thanks guys. <laughs> um, so go ahead, Killer.
4: I was going to say well, well when you were on the show with us last week talking about uh, uh you yeah, know spewing and mm-hmm. and have you ever been spewed in your mouth by any of your children
1: I have not actually ever had vomit end up in my mouth but Ezra can, I can say that he as he actually shat on me um when he was when he was uh first transitioning from uh formula and and breast milk to solid foods and that whole that, that just creates a nightmare for the diapers uh, and he was sent in my lap one time, and proceeded to get this funny look on his face, and I heard this god awful noise from his rear end, and then it just kind of sprayed <laughs> out the sides of his diaper. And it was all over me, the chair. Um, so,
3: do you remember when Tempe vomited on me right after Trent was born, mm-hmm. and it got in my mouth?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I, I do remember. So Jody has had that happen, but I have not had it happen. That was mm. Yeah, I've known I've of it happening many a times to many a parents.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, and
0: I've, so... You've called that lucky. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I lucky. escaped
0: I escaped without any of that. I don't know how it happened, but...
3: Well, and I've also heard of the pee-pee fountain with the boys and getting yeah. it in the mouth, and that never happened to me. But Tempe did poop on my hand once.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: When she was very young. Out of
0: spite. Yes. <laughs> Fuck well, you. Well, I was mommy. in the middle of
3: changing the diaper, <laughs> and I did the you know wipe, and then right, yeah. So.
1: No, I've had uh, pr- pretty much every other bodily fluid imaginable on me in some way, shape, or form, but I've never actually had any of it ingest. You know, it hit me orally. Thankful. Thank God. So. <laughs> uh, but they've. I've been pissed on, shit on, thrown up on, sneezed on, coughed on. That was college. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just last <laughs> night. Oh. <Hey-oh. laughs> <laughs> um, I paid for it. Oh.
3: <laughs> it was
1: a steep price, too. It's amazing. He's what
3: paying t- for it. I need to check.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I've never actually had any of it end up in my mouth. Thank God, because I—I I think that's probably the one thing that would probably really, truly send me over the edge. I've got a pretty cast iron stomach, and usually when it's a really nasty mess, Jody calls me <laughs> in to clean it up because I've got the—I
3: can handle poop of any size, shape, or form. Once you throw the vomit in there. I have a tendency to want to join in, so. Um,
4: we had this conversation last week on. We the-
1: did when, the- when the- we, were the- we were talking about uh about Trent's little mishap, delayed yeah. the-, the show a bit with with the pew. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things that, I and for me, I've I've I used to have a very sensitive stomach and used to throw up at the sight of pew. Even like seeing it in a movie would make me queasy. But now eh.
3: I generally can hold it back unless it's on me. If it's on me, I cannot hold it back and I start doing the you know gagging thing and. Yeah. So as long as it's not on me, I'm fine. If I can, if every time I move, I get a like, like a whiff of it, then mm. I, I'm, I'm done.
1: Yeah, that's. And for me, it's just like, ah, whatever. You know, <laughs> it, it shit happens literally and figured. Or yeah. if it yeah. has Really big <laughs> chunks
3: of food in it. I also will tend to lose it a little bit. The,
1: yeah, that's true. There was the one time that the hot, the, dogs. The, <laughs> the hot dogs came up the same way they went down. <laughs> that was a little rough. But Joel, you said
0: you have an MA background. Uh, everything turns into potatoes once you swallow it so yeah <clears throat> um yes i that, that's what my degree is i'm an i'm an ma um so i i uh, had to get over any sort of potential adversity i had to vomit blood gore guts and other icky stuff i went to school stuff. for that did you
3: i never i never worked as an ma well okay i did for a short time for my externship but that was it
0: Apparently we're, we're we're somehow separated at birth. I don't. Yeah, know how this
3: well, we're kindred. <laughs> Apparently, <Yeah>. Um
0: <clears throat> No, I worked uh, I worked as a dialysis tech for a while, and um, so you know. Yeah, I was an large... EMT
3: for a while, and then I did the MA stuff when I hurt my back.
0: I I miss it. I love I love doing that large gauge <laughs> needles and blood and all that icky stuff. Never bothered me yeah, too much. Here. But poop and puke was always kind of a borderline, and so I had yeah. to get over that quick.
3: Vomit, uh, vomit still will bother me depending on the consistency and the smell. Just been, you know, if it's like really acidic, it will get to me. But um,
1: or if it's like what uh, Trent had the last week, where it's really milky, you yeah, can't handle that one either. Yeah,
3: yeah, but yeah. I mean, tr- when Trent was a baby, he threw up. I mean, daily, several times because he had I don't know if it was acid reflux or what, but he threw up all the time. But it was just breast milk, and I could totally handle that.
0: Oh, yeah, that's then that's different, yeah. you know, once you start getting the, the food in there and it looks like, you know, beef stew and yeah. you need like a, a sterno and when campfire. did I
3: eat carrots?
1: <laughs> exactly. Corn,
0: I remember eating corn. <laughs> but I remember we used to, you know, we had these chairs that kind of disassembled um, because anytime any sort of blood or bodily fluid got under there, you had to clean it out. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't have a choice. So they completely disassembled where you could take them apart and clean all the little nooks and crannies. And I remember a specific instance where there had been a diarrhea explosion. Oh. And uh, yeah, that, that that was a new experience that, you know, it's one thing when it's your kid and, you know, they're about <laughs> eight or nine pounds and there's this this limited amount, mm-hmm. even though it's a lot and it generally shoots up the back onto the wall, it's still a limited <laughs> amount. Um, but here you've got a full grown adult that's. And aged and uh, yeah, it's had cold, beef the yeah. for dinner.
3: I, I had a, a, an experience like that um, when I was working at um, Emanuel Hospital. I was working in the aftercare department. So if you'd been to the emergency room, they'd send you back to this clinic afterward within, for your follow-up if you didn't have a primary care physician. So obviously we're dealing with more transient people at that stage. And um, a guy came in and... The whole room. I mean, the, he, he was just sitting in there in his wheelchair and the whole room smelled like fecal material. And all of us, um, you know, MAs are arguing over who has to go into the room afterward and figure out, A, where the smell is coming from, and B, clean it up. And, of course, it fell to me because I was the newbie. So, um, yeah, I, I went in and he had at one point moved from his wheelchair to the uh, exam chair or exam room chair, which was not coincidentally designed to be taken apart and washed. It was actually a fabric and sponge-like material. Whose idea
0: was that?
3: Um, the good folks at Emanuel Hospital.
0: <laughs>
3: uh-huh. um, cheap asses that they were. And um, we ended up burning the chair. Uh, there, there, was no, There was no saving the chair. The sponge had actually absorbed the material. It looks like he probably had been wearing some sort of adult diaper. And it had overflowed. So, yeah, we just ended up burning the chair as a ritual sacrifice.
0: Oh, and that's how the zombie apocalypse started.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, I I mean, I never had a problem. I mean, blood's probably the one that I have the least problem with out of all of them. Yeah. Um, Because I started my, before I became an MA, I worked at a blood bank for, Mm -hmm. God, a long time. And um, I remember the first time that we got these new bags in, uh, we had switched from Baxter to, I I don't remember who the other maker was, but I broke a cannula on it and the whole bag exploded and (laughs) I had blood just pouring out of the bag all over my hand, down my wrist, onto my shoes. And I'm just standing there like, you know, what am I going to do? I can't really like stop it. (laughs) And these people are looking at me like getting grossed out. And I'm like, it's, it's just blood. I've got protective gear on. I'm not too worried about it. That that warm sensation of, of fresh, you know, freshly drawn blood spilling out everywhere. And It was a mess to clean up. I was more upset about cleaning it up than I was about that. But then they had to go, you know, they had to go check you out, make sure you didn't have any open cuts. Your gloves were intact. And I ended up, I was on rounds of of, uh, checks for various diseases for like six months.
3: Yeah, we Uh, had the centrifuge explode. Uh, Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, it exploded a couple of vials when we were still in school. So that was, that was fun.
0: Well, that we had to spin all the blood out and to separate it Mm -hmm. for uh, at that at the blood bank, and you know you got the whole bag blood bags in there that are spinning out in the cups, and man, if one of those let loose, it it, uh, yeah, a little bit of a mess, a little bit. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That's all on the washing machine scale, you know, where it's (laughs) the size of a wash machine, and you've got eight bags of blood or whatever, spin it around at high rates of speed.
3: Justin's getting pale over there.
0: No, I'm, not,
1: it's, I, I'm just, I got visuals and I'm like, so this is, this is where Rob Zombie gets all his inspiration for his movies. Cause
4: I was um, going to say, he called Dracula in to clean it up. <laughs> 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 it's good
0: blood. Uh, yes. I don't know if have ever talked about that on a show before it's breaking new ground on the bad parenting <laughs> podcast. Woo. That's what we're about. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy.
3: We got way off the Yeah,
1: like I said, out in the ditch in the spinning weeds. the tires. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it but it happens. It's one of those things. So um I th- I think we're gonna we're gonna kinda wind it down there a little bit at that point. Um so why don't you guys go ahead and uh, let us know uh wh- what you guys do and where we can find you and um
4: you can draw straws or paper rock scissors or whatever you want to do to go first. Well, I'll start. You can find me at a coffin factory making coffins every day, but that's not anything you want to hear. But um I'm from the Coffin Joe Cast with my great friend over there on the other side of the world, Joel. We do a weekly show. It's out usually uh, Sunday nights. If I'm being lazy, it's a Monday. Um, that's
0: all I do. Joel has a bit more, though. So, Joel, <laughs> that's all you do. We have a we have oh. a different co-host every week. That's the that's the kicker. Uh, I was trying to co-host. do it the
4: way you do your pod, when you promote your podcast. <laughs> you just go, get done.
0: i figure everybody there knows about the shows this this show they may not know know who we are i
4: don't know they should know who we are we've done two um crossover podcasts justin's used (laughs) the shows that he's been on and Mm -hmm. and post his site so i'm pretty sure everyone knows
0: who we are they
3: don't know they're not paying attention
0: (laughs) true story true story um um, promote your shows joel you have three other shows I do do three other shows, um, and uh, I do one called The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, contrary to what Justin said last week on your show. <laughs> uh, what would you call it? You said The Joel Happy Pants Hour. Which oh, is close.
1: Uh, which is close. It's actually, that's your name on like Facebook or something, so I was, I was close oh, yeah. But, yeah. My um, bad. Sorry. It's a, no, I, I just thought it was funny. Because everybody...
0: <laughs> no everybody, everybody, shit, no everybody. At, at least you know I'm paying attention to something. You do better than most. Most people will call it the K pants hour or the, the, I don't know. Mike always messes it up. But anyway, uh, it's a six song musical podcast and I play six independent artists a week, try to make it new stuff, but sometimes I'll dig back and it goes back a decade worth of music. And, um, in between each segment or a song, I do a segment yeah, loosely based. Sometimes they're strung together, but a lot of times it's just me riffing on my philosophies on life. um, I do another show called Forty Going On 14 with Mike, Pat, Josh. And uh, they are former college roommates of mine. I've known them for 20 years. We've been buddies and hung out incessantly since we met each other in college. And uh, so we have a long history and we talk about things then and now, kind of growing old disgracefully. Um, Talk about kids and movies. And uh, this last month was all Bat Month, uh, the last episode of Bat (laughs) Month. (laughs) (laughs) Movies. That's uh, the movie the movie version of Bat Month is coming out uh, tomorrow. Uh, there's three weeks prior to that, all discussing Batman and his 75th anniversary. 20 years ago, in a college not far, far away, four friends sat around until one of them said, That was funny. We're funny guys. We a funny guy. We should so together unfortunately due to school jobs girlfriends and a heavy masturbation schedule it never came to fruition until the day one of them had another idea i've got a box of guns and roses give it to patrick now with microphones in hand and a whole lot of mind-altering substances they've started something they're told is called a podcast we called them hipsy toonies featuring mike hello i'm satan pat will you keep going Joel. I don't know where I'm going with this. Keep going. And Josh. Secretly, right.
4: I am Rick Astley.
0: <laughs> Together, they form 40 going on 14. Inconceivable! A show with romance.
4: I mean, this is a 70-year-old lady just like going off on him so now the question we have here did you score music how
1: much
3: how much music did you guys listen to in 1988 all of it. The- controversy
0: dude you don't know the half of it man when that jcpn catalog came i was yeah boy
3: you looked through all of the bra parts
0: didn't you no i was looking at the star wars toys and occasionally something entertaining and educational
4: Did you mean to do that? A little bit.
0: 40 Going On 14, a podcast for people aging disgracefully.
4: For the rest of eternity, Josh, is everybody going, ding, 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 (laughs) ding.
0: Find us on iTunes, TalkShoe, Blueberry, Stitcher Radio, and on our home way from home, 40Go14.com. He's a whore, man. He's everywhere. Also, like us on Facebook, 40 Going On 14, a nostalgia cast for children of all ages.
4: Oh, wow.
0: Oh, you're done, sorry.
4: Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's going to do that for the next
0: hour. <laughs> and uh, the last show I do is called, obviously, Oblivious. I do it with the Mike Nero and South Philly Paul. It's a very loose-based, uh, hour-long show. And one week we do a, a show where we have all the hosts on. The next week we do a voicemail show where people call in voicemails, sometimes on a topic. And it's like a 20-minute filler show. We call it the tweener. And um, it's a good time. And all the shows are available through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, and other fine podcasting directories, as well as on Geek Life Radio at noon, and um, Musings of a Geek Podcast Network for 41.14. Is that better, Killa? Yes, that's better. And
4: all right. let all them right. know that Double O is pretty much the uh, resurgence of The Awful Show.
0: Yeah, if people Not- are fans of The Awful Show, which is where I started um, my this journey a decade ago. Uh, we went off broadcasting. We're still in the top 200, just below Mediocre, and we haven't put out a new episode in six years? Five years? Probably eight now.
3: That's rather impressive. <laughs>
0: um, so people still love it. People listen to it. Every, every year, they'll cycle through all the episodes, 196 episodes before it ended. Uh, we were around when Mediocre started, and we just went our separate ways. And uh, the mic came to me and Nero and asked if he'd want to start over again with south philly paul and so we uh re uh obviously oblivious and now we're back and doing our thing it's not nearly as produced it's a lot more loose and uh but if you're a fan of the awful show it's it's definitely along the same lines
1: well and, and that's actually i i haven't i'm, I'm still going back i make my way through the awful show i'm still in the very early days where it's just mike and nero and they both sound like chipmunks um uh, but it, that's what got me into that is because hearing you guys and everybody talking about how it's resurgence of the resurgence of the awful show. And I really like what you guys are doing with double O. Um, so it's, it's been, it's kind of led me into, okay, I need to go back and see what, what, what Mike did and what you guys did in your earlier periods. And then I'm doing the same thing with mediocre. Cause I started off with mediocre, uh, right before Brock was born um and so i've no, actually you were
3: earlier than that because that's when i started okay and so you maybe, made me listen yeah so it.
1: maybe about a year before brock was born okay. and so now I'm, I'm starting to swing back with them too and go back to the early episodes as well get get into the taylor days and the uh, Kenton sparks days and all that um but yeah so if you guys could check out uh either one of their podcasts these two guys are really good dudes and i i appreciate what they do and what they put out and i want to say thank you um to you two for reaching out to me and putting me on your podcast especially as being as an unknown newcomer to the whole scene here so yeah.
4: Always welcome when that show, mate. I can tell you that. That's Always it. fun. You come aboard. And
0: Jody's welcome now. She can come yeah, on too no, by herself. Only
3: when I drink.
4: <laughs> uh, drink or no drink, doesn't matter.
0: We we, we make it relaxed. Um, the awful show hit its stride. I'd say probably around episode thirty or so, it'll start to get into the the stuff that people love, where there's weekly bits, games, interviews, and it just becomes like a real show, like formatted and structured and
1: you know it's kind of funny you say that because it seems to be that it's, it's like that 30th to 40th episode that kind of starts to make it because if you um and i know like joel you said you you just started listening to some of our stuff um if you go back to the earlier days uh basically we did just we, we had this like smattering of ideas and we'd throw them at the wall and the ones that stuck <laughs> we kept and the ones that fell off like uh ah. We're not going to do that one again. I, I'm grimacing
3: uh, as he says all this. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so, um, but, but I, I feel personally that between like our 30th and 40th episodes is when we started really kind of find our stride and figure out what we wanted to do. And it's like that, you know, the the, the giraffe that just got born, it's finally up on its legs and running around now. It's still kind of awkward, but
0: we're getting
2: kerplop.
0: there. <laughs> 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 kerplop. There's a lot of things that went kerplop in the early days. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, we had all, all four of us had a background in radio, so we like just tried to find that middle ground between all of our different styles. And um, it, it was, it was one of those weird kind of perp- perfect, storms, mm-hmm. you know, everything kind of comes together and it's at the right time and the right place and the right everything. And I don't know, I, I can't put my finger on it. I still go back and listen and enjoy it myself. And I was a part of it, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's good time. So hopefully you'll enjoy it once you get into it a little deeper. Yeah. Justin makes Mike. fun
3: of me. Cause I don't listen to our show. I don't go
1: back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do give you a hard time sometimes. No, yeah, I I think you and I talked about this yesterday, Joel. That I go back and I force myself to re-listen to the episode yes. just to make sure that if we happen to name drop anybody that we shouldn't have name drop, I can edit it out, so on and so forth. And then also after I publish it, I like to at least give it a, a brief listen for about five to ten minutes just to make sure that it, my what I heard in my headphones when I was editing sound the same coming through a normal you know car stereo or whatever so that it doesn't it's not all wonky and i've found issues in the past but it's also allowed me to kind of to listen to myself cuz i don't have any background in radio i don't have any background in anything creative or productive or as far as like you know this kind of stuff goes so i've i've kind of learned to pick up on certain things that i do that i don't necessarily like and try to fix those as far as vocal takes and all that so it's been interesting it's been a fun little ride so <laughs> And that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, uh, we want to thank you guys for coming on and, and, and being guests on our show. Yes, uh, thank you. Jody, is there anything else you want to add to the uh, to the issue here? I'm drunk. You're <laughs> drunk. Well, you're, we kind of we figured that part out. You're, you're having a good old time <laughs> over there, really too. I really am.
2: As
4: long as it's not on Foster's, that's
1: fine. Nope. Fireball and uh, Angry Orchard.
2: Yeah.
1: So, if you guys haven't tried that, I don't know if you guys have like a cinnamon whiskey down there in, in Australia, but we, we have this. What do they call these things? I, there's a certain name for these drinks. But basically, it's an apple cider with a cinnamon whiskey, and it tastes like Christmas. But it gets you really drunk. It's really awesome. So, shin
0: licking a Christmas tree. Oh, Oh.
3: thank you so much! I have always said that, and nobody believes me.
0: I'm telling you, the, the two of us really are
1: spirit animals. You guys are each other's spirit Just animals.
4: podcast together. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Add a fifth one to your resume there, Joe.
0: I can't do anymore. I mean, I could, I'm sure, but... <laughs> the wife might kill you. <laughs> uh, busy as it is.
1: Anyway. Alright, well we'll go ahead and wrap it up then. So if Jody, you have nothing else to no, say.
3: I shut my mouth now. <laughs> Alright, sounds
1: good. Well, until next time, try not to be a shitty appearance. Bye! once again we want to thank you for listening to bad parenting podcast we are available on itunes stitcher TuneIn. in um please rate review and subscribe to us let us know how we're doing if you want to leave us a voicemail it's 503-609-0375 you can send us an email to grounded at, at bad dot com. we're available on twitter at bad or you can find us on instagram if you just search for bad parenting podcast so we'll try this one more time until next time try not to be shitty parents
2: Bye. Traveling in a fight I'd on a hippie trail, head full of zombies. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous. And she said, do you come from a land down under? Where women go and men wander? Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take care. I said to speak my language He just smiled and gave me a bitch of sandwich And he said I come from a land